Welcome to IVCC's podcast. My name is Crystal Crady, the Administrative Assistant for Student Services. Today we are going to explore the Welding Associate in Applied Science degrees and certificates. My guest today is Tony Sondergroff, the Program Coordinator. Welcome, Tony. Thanks for being here with me today. I'm glad I could meet with you today, Crystal. So, we've laughed about this in the past, but when I think of welding, I think of acronyms and torches. That, that's what comes to mind for me. When I know that from speaking with you, that is a simplistic and inaccurate view. So uh, Yeah, it is. Very much so. <laughs> so, let me dive into then to some questions and you can help, um, help us understand a little bit more what welding actually is and the different types of welding. So, would you explain the difference between, as I like to say, GMA and GTA? Uh, well, the easy answer is there's one letter in between the two of those. Um, <laughs> but what it is is GMAW is actually uh, stands for gas metal arc welding. Uh, it's the American Welding Society's designation for semi-automatic wire welding. Uh, it covers both the old styles of MIG and MAG welding. Uh, so the short explanation is the welder holds the welding gun, pulls the trigger, the machine starts up with the voltage running in the wire, the wire feeds out, touches the base metal, creating an arc that melts uh, the metal and creates the puddle to weld the pieces together. And now that whole arc and puddle is shielded with a gas. It's either inert or active, uh, which protects the arcs and the puddle from contamination by other gases in the atmosphere, which will cause porosity. Um, porosity in a weld, if you think of it, it it's, it's gas bubbles in the weld metal. Uh, so it's much like Swiss cheese. And then GTAW, uh, which is gas tungsten arc welding, that's the AWS acronym, acronym for what's commonly known as TIG welding. Uh, this is a very manual style of welding in which the arc is struck between the parent metal and the tungsten and is protected by the shielding gas. And then the filler metal is fed typically by hand and deposited in the weld puddle. Uh, the unique part of GTAW is that unlike SMAW or GMAW where the amperage or voltage is set at the machine and is relatively constant, with GTAW the amperage can be varied by using a foot pedal or a hand control which gives the person welding uh, total control over the so-called heat input into the weld. Uh, but it does require both hands and your foot uh, to operate the entire welding procedure on that one. So that's the difference between those two. So you also have a new SMOS certificate, which is um, approved by the board but pending with ICCB. Can you tell me what SMOS is? <laughs> uh, the new SMAW certificate <laughs> is uh, Shielded Metal Arc Welding. Uh, that is the AWS uh, acronym for the older, uh, more common style of what's called STIC. Uh, and it's the intermediate certificate, that's a 24 credit hour certificate. Uh, it utilizes two semesters and covers all the flat plate positions as well as basic oxyacetylene welding, OAW, and GTAW and a beginning pipe welding class. So you do have a couple of applied science degrees, the production and the construction. How long do the degrees take to complete? Uh, both of the associate's degrees now have been retooled to take uh, a total of four semesters. So they can be done in two years and they are 60 credit hours. And how about your certificates? 
Well, the certificates have also been uh, retooled, and what it does is uh, creates a better pathway for the students. Uh, so now we offer basic, intermediate, and advanced certificates in both GMAW and SMAW processes, and then we finish off with the associate's degrees in both of those. Um, and then we also have certificates in OAW and GTAW. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of acronyms out there, but it's not really as daunting as it seems. Uh, the basic certificates take two semesters, and they're both uh, 11 credit hours for GMAW and SMAW. And they train the student to have a really good base foundation in welding. Uh, the intermediate certificates are built on basics. And they can be done in two semesters also, but have 22 and 24 credit hours respectively between GMAW and SMAW. And these start the foundations of welding and then build on them and dive into different metals as well as different uh, weld processes. And then we have the advanced certificates, and these are three semesters uh, for 38 credit hours each. And these are all the core welding along with skill development classes that round out the student's knowledge in the welding field. Um, all of the certs, uh, basic, intermediate, and advanced, all cover weld blueprint reading. Uh, and then we also have basic metallurgy and me measurement and inspection in the advanced certificates. Uh, and then the degrees, like I mentioned, are both four semesters long for a total of 60 credit hours. And if people are working full time and they can't do it, they can always take longer to complete these programs. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and we offer a variety of times. Uh, we have morning classes, we have mid-afternoon, we have afternoon classes, and then we have nighttime classes too. So, I mean, we try and accommodate everybody that is out in the workforce that wants to better their skills. Wonderful. What is a common misunderstanding or question about welding? One of the more common ones uh, that I've found is that it's easy to learn and easy to do and that it hasn't changed in years. Um, those are misunderstandings because it is a difficult skill to pick up and learn. It's not as easy as uh, what people like to see it as, um, but it can be done. I mean, it, it can be uh, picked up and it can be learned. Uh, the hand-eye coordination, the pace of, move, of movement, and being able to see the puddle and interpret what's going on and make the changes that are required as you're welding are all the pieces that go into it. So it's not just pick up the welding gun, pull the trigger and hey I'm gluing metal together it, it doesn't work like that um, the learning part of the welding continues for a lifetime uh, I mean from the metallurgical standpoint of what's occurring as you weld and then when you get into the science of the alloying formulas of joining metals to the new techniques and variation and the weld processes that are out there uh, welding turns into a lifelong skill and a lifelong investment in knowledge uh, I mean I am still learning new things every day, even after 30 years in the welding trade. Yeah, I think that's what people need to do to stay current in, in any career or job that they do, is to keep learning, because things do change as, as time goes on. That is a definite uh, true statement there. Uh, you need to accept uh, that you're going to become a lifelong learner in anything that you do. Absolutely. 
Well, Tony, what type of jobs could students expect to apply for after completing these degrees or certificates? I know it depends on, on which type, on what type of welding they're doing, on what type of job they might get. Can you expand upon that a little bit for me? Sure. Uh, the jobs that are out there uh, for production welding, which is predominantly working in a factory setting, uh, building the product for the company, uh, and then there's construction jobs uh, to where you work for a company or you can work out of a union hall uh, to where you're erecting buildings, working on pipelines, uh, and then you can work for a fabrication and repair company uh, to where you're going to repair new parts or create new parts and rebuild and repair the existing machine. Machinery uh, for other companies. So, and then there's also opportunities in the auto industry, uh, building different types of race vehicles and uh, working on new prototype parts. And so, there's a lot of varied jobs out there in the welding industry. Um, now, there's also jobs out in the welding industry that don't require being under the hood every day. Uh, so there's jobs on the quality side that look at the inspection of the welds and building and bridges and the equipment that are out there. And then there's also uh, quality-based work in the production environment to where you ensure that the products are made to the correct standards. Um, and then there's also jobs in the welding sales industry to where you're actually selling the welding equipment to businesses. Um, and from there, I mean, if you want to continue further after the associate's degrees, uh, there are engineering opportunities for weld engineers to where you're actually uh, designing weld joints and fit-ups uh, after a design engineer has created the product. And then there's calls out there for robotic programmers to where you're actually programming welding robots now. Uh, so, I mean, the job opportunities that are in the welding field are extremely varied and very extensive. Uh, one of the things that I always like to start off with uh, when I speak to a group of new welding students is there's not any product in our everyday life that has not been affected by welding, either in the machine that made it, directly welding it, or the transportation that's used to get it to the end user. So welding is a trade that's been around for years, and it's just going to continue to have many opportunities for many, many years to come. Well, thank you so much for expanding upon this with me and being here with me today. I really appreciate it, Tony. Not a problem, Crystal. Thank you very much for taking the time to highlight my program today. Check out IVCC's SoundCloud channel for additional podcasts. If you have any topic suggestions, feel free to reach out to me. Thank you for listening.